Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Portuguese man of war yes. has been saying to me for 10 minutes. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. And yes. I have been ready. Are you ready, Luis? For the last 10 minutes. Luis is ready. Uh, apologies for the slight technical issues last week. We, yes. We, we expected to be publishing Friday. It ended up being Monday. It was nothing to do with Monday? Us. Monday. Wow. wow. It, <laughs> it was everything to do with... Um, Luis. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Richard Keyes. My name is Andrew Mullingray. This is the Keyes and Gray podcast, available from all good platforms. Mm -hmm. Now you've found us, if you've found us after a decade of searching and hunting. A decade? Well, we've been away 10 years now. Yeah, but we haven't been doing this 10 years. No, no, but it may mm. be that there are some in the world that would think... Don't know where we are. What happened to those two old fools? Yeah. Uh, well, now you've found us, tell your mates where we are. Good this boy. is an independent podcast, not sponsored by anybody, so... Uh, the more by word of mouth you let people know mm -hmm. where we are. In some cases, I suppose these days, who we are. Um, <laughs> hop cut and hop cut. <laughs> For those of a uh, slightly older age, you'll remember the program called Randall and Hopcut. Yes, where Randall was the live one, and I think Hopcut was the ghost. The Hopcut was uh, yeah. Marty. He was definitely the ghost. Wasn't Marty he? was the ghost. He was the yeah. ghost, and we have become Hopcut and Hopcut. What are you suggesting then? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> Because only only Jeff could see Martin, Correct. couldn't he? And mm. That's how and you feel. And we don't sometimes. have a Jeff, no one can see us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much to get through. So much good stuff this week. Uh, top ten Premier League managers of all time. Who, oh, wow. who would top your list? Top top uh, Fergie. Yeah, wrong. Top ten Premier League managers. He won how many? Eleven? Thirteen? 13? I think, yeah. Thirteen Premier Leagues. Two mm. two Champions Leagues. Yeah. And umpteen and other cups. There's a lot that we're going to discuss is about optics uh, this week. Um, in reverse order, at number 10, Mikel Arteta. What? Yeah. I know. Nine. Yes. We never done one to Ancelotti. Four games of the season. Shut up. Yes. It's only 18 months. Ancelotti. Tuchel. Seven. No. Se yes. Seven. Arsene Wenger. Six. Sorry, times. Oh, uh, Josie. Yeah. See, my impersonations aren't bad. You, Very good. You're getting yeah, no, these. Get yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, five, Roberto Mancini. I don't mind him being... No, a, he can't be better. Wenger should be higher than seven. Wenger six is a disgrace. Uh, uh, no, Wenger seven. Seven? Yeah. Four, Antonio Conti. Oh, shut up. You're taking the piss <laughs> now, aren't you? Three, Jurgen Klopp. Two... Sir Alex Ferguson. They're going to see Guardiola? Yes. Oh, get off. There you go. I said to you. Get off. I'm sorry. What, what is it about that? Sir Alex Ferguson second. Yes. Nonsense. Absolute total nonsense. So it is having Wenger at seven. Um, Mourinho has made more of an impact, I think, than Roberto. Man I, I get Mancini. Mancini changed yeah, everything yeah, at Manchester City. Turned them from from the nearly men into winners. But I I even so, why, five, is that, why is Ancelotti up there? He was only here eighteen months. Uh, yeah, why though? He, he won the title with Everton. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but how can you be there? Now, if you're just saying to me, worldwide figures, Carlo Ancelotti is up there as a worldwide manager, but yeah. if you're talking about the Premier League and what they achieved in the Premier League, is that the idea of it? Yeah. No, sorry. Well, it, 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 it's a, it was printed by the Sun last week. It's one of those... So all the points go into the computer, and so it's what, you, what he's done in his life. They then. spit out. Well, well, it, I see. It, it, has, it has to, to be. be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Course, it's got to be yeah. easy. How yeah. many earth can Guardiola be in front of Alex Ferguson as as best Premier League manager of mm. all time? It's just rubbish. Uh, this past week, Manchester City couldn't score. Slick and tired uh, was the back page of the Daily Mirror the morning after. Haaland left on the bench as Pep admits his City stars are exhausted. Sorry. Uh, an article here from the same day in the uh, in the Times. Um, City defenders cannot handle the schedule, says Guardiola, which is why he's making so many changes in his back four. Just, just is, is this the same Pep Guardiola that took Manchester City to Barcelona? Yeah, for a friendly. For a friendly. Or a, or a, or a charity match. Yeah. Well, a, a friendly to all intents and purposes. Yeah. 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 yeah it is, right. is that him? That's him. Okay. That's him. No, I, no I'm sorry. I, I ain't buying that. No. Conti, optics. Conti, rope-a-dope masterclass. N claims another bewildered victim. Brighton nil, Tottenham one. Rope-a-dope masterclass. Now let's just for a moment suppose that Jose Mourinho you were going to say was that. in charge yeah. of Tottenham it at the moment. It would be dinosaur Mourinho. Ser serving up this tosh. Uh -huh. and, and I understand there's many ways to win a football match. Of course We've said that down the years, uh -huh. but come on. Yeah, but you can't say call one manager a genius who plays football the same as another manager and call him a dinosaur. No. And just because he might be a few years older, it's, it's absolutely nonsense. Exactly. Absolute nonsense. Wigan could face FA punishment after their defeated home against Cardiff was played with one goal bigger than the other. I saw that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. You, you won each well, other. Well, it bit them because Cardiff's third goal came in off the tall bar. Oh, never. And it would have missed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, unlucky. <laughs> how can that be? How can a professional football club set up no idea. With, with one goal bigger than the other? No idea, because they, be, they must be putting the goals in and out every weekend. Hmm. So something's happened. This would be interesting. Um, a bit of blue, the headline here. Adult mm. webcam site launches audacious £180 million bid to buy the naming rights. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't say Goodison. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no. For, for Everton's new, sta oh, new no. stadium. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There we are. StripChat is an international adult website and social network that features free live stream webcam performances, including nudity and sexual activity. No, I think we might have to rethink that. <laughs> but it shouldn't even be <laughs> no. part of the thought no. process. But we might it? have to rethink that. I mean, that. great publicity for, for uh, whoever it is. Were, yeah. Uh, strip chat um, but no, that, that's, <laughs> no I that's I can't have that we can't have that all over our strips no strip chat no <laughs> no come on um, best wishes to David Fairclough yes super absolutely who's, absolutely who's, uh, in hospital having suffered a stroke really nice guy ah, lovely guy uh, used to see a lot of him when yeah, I was on Merseyside yeah. he was, he's our age Andy yeah um Clive Tilsley and I, it was very close with Clive. And, and, yeah. and, uh, <clears throat> would always be part of the Radio City quiz team. Will he? Yeah, he was, yeah. Oh, he that was a good, yeah, he's he's a good, good quizzer. Yeah, very much. Ah, right. Yeah. I'm a hopeless quizzer, me. I don't like it. Are you any it. good at quizzes? No, I don't like it. I, I hate it. Well, oh, of course you Speaking don't like it. Do you which, know why you don't like it? Why? Because it involves drinking and having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, good luck to Judith Keppel as well. Oh, what's... Very close friend of mine. Yeah, she is. What's the matter? Uh, she's 80 now, and she's... After years, has quit Eggheads. The uh, she's was, quit it. Was on BBC Two. Oh, right. now on she's Channel okay. Five. She's okay. Oh, good. Good. She was. Uh, she was very important to us. Do you want we, to tell the story? Yeah, yeah. We, it's we the only got, reason I brought it up. Oh, good. We got invited to go into Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. We did. When Chris Tarrant was the host, mm -hmm. um, and we went on, and with no expectation, no expectation, we'd have taken a grand. We had various members. We had my mate Lynn, who was there for Morgan, whatever. Yep. He, he was there for golf, I think. I no, I'll tell you what he was there for. What was he there the for? The one that you stumbled on, Marilyn Monroe. I, 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 no, that. I've we had Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer for football. We had, uh, we had uh, the former, my, my mate at uh, Sky, yeah. who's so close to me. His you forgot his name. <laughs> 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 and we came up with Adam this. Adam Bolton. And, and suddenly somebody mentioned, I think you said to somebody, well, I've got an idea. What? No, it was Shrevesy, in fairness. Was it Shrevesy? It was Shrevesy who said, if you're going on there, you need to entertain, you need to have some fun. So he was absolutely right. He said, why don't, Judith Keppel. Judith Keppel. Idea, just won a million. Won a million. Yeah. 
So when we got there and they asked us for our phone a friend list, we said, and we went through them and they were, they were chuckling and we went Judith Keppel. Judith Keppel. And this researcher went, you don't know Judith Keppel. And we said, oh, thank you. Yeah, I think you find we do. <laughs> and, and of course, when we went on. Actually, we didn't. We didn't know but, at all. No. We'd never met. We just called. Somebody called and said, uh, Richard and Andy would like to use you as their phone a friend tonight, <laughs> Judith. And brilliantly, she could have said, get off, lads, yeah. do one. Yeah. But she said, absolutely delighted to help the boys out. And uh, we did. And Chris Tarrant's face when you went, oh, we'd like to phone a friend, Christopher. And Chris went, and who might that be, boys? Alan Shearer or somebody like that. We said, uh, Judith Keppel, actually. <laughs> you don't bloody know Judith Keppel. I think you'll find, Chris, when you call her, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and the question was, something that you should have known, I know. really. Because I, well, I did know it, but I kind of... I, a blank. If I'd been sat at home, I'd have said... A question about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, Popper and Prince and the Popper. Yeah. Prince and the Showgirl, sorry. Optics. Human rights campaigners are calling on England to boycott their opening World Cup game with Iran. I mean, come on. It's a World Cup. I understand... Who's boycotting? Like, sorry, I missed that. Uh, human, right, um, human rights campaigners are calling on England to boycott Iran. I, I, well, this oh, tournament because, oh, ever yeah, get I played. I, I get it. I get it. I know what you mean. So on, on, and, and I have to reference this because the hypocrisy that goes with this knows no bounds. At uh, the front page of the Daily Mirror today, Friday, an article by Gary Lineker. Uh, our message to Qatar: uh, Two Prem stars. Are Listen, I, I understand and I support mm -hmm. the motive. Yeah. Right. But coming from Gary, it's hard to take. Bearing in mind he was employed by the predecessor to Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera yeah, yeah. for the best part of five, six years. Yes, he was. Now, if, if he really is, is so upset about having to come here and report on the World Cup for the BBC, the money that he earned during that period of time, I would suggest, might be better used by those he's concerned about mm -hmm. in this country. Um, from the same, the, re the reason I mention it, Andy, from, from the, sa the same newspaper today, uh, Crossy, John Cross, Premier League clubs to host glam Dubai games during the World Cup a number of Premier League clubs are planning mm -hmm. friendlies against each other mm -hmm. in Dubai. Talk to me about human rights. I know. And LGBT plus. I know. I know. How was Dubai built anyway? The difference is what? I, I don't know. I don't know the difference. <laughs> Obviously, cross, Crossy knows. Yeah. I don't. Well, I, I said to you, you know, optics. Mm -hmm. We understand the message has been delivered. I think people in, in the part of the world in which we live and work mm -hmm. have understood and heard. Mm -hmm. There's a World Cup to be played soon. Mm. I'm not dismissing what these guys are saying and what has been said. No. Nope. Nobody here is. Nobody's doing that, no. But it's time, I think, to, to start talking about football. Former Wolves boss, Nuno, keen on a return to Molyneux. I should think he is. Yeah, he's out of work. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's been at Al-Itihad. Uh, oh, has he? Yeah. All right. So he's there and he wants to go out because Wolves are still without a coach, of course, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. But would that make sense? Don't know. I mean, there's that many Portuguese in that team. He's probably the only one that can converse with them on a, on a daily basis. <laughs> well, he is. I'm sorry. There was eight Portuguese in the starting lineup uh, two weeks ago or uh, ten days ago or something. Yeah, I know. Eight. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Thomas Tuchel has turned down offers from two unnamed Premier League clubs since being sacked by Chelsea. I guess that's Wolves. <laughs> well, probably Wolves. <laughs> Forest. No. Why not? No. Well, if I'm... they could have got him, yeah, I, but he's they would have sacked Steve Cooper. He's not they? going to Forest. No, he's not. But but there's no harm in asking. No, there's no harm. I guess not. I guess not. Would that be the only two? I would think there's nothing higher up, is it? That would come to mind. The, the reason I mentioned this one is because I, I'm talking to a number of people t close to the football mm -hmm. club, and, and I'm, I, I read you a message I got last week about this. Um, Salah sends clear message to Klopp um, that he can't ignore after finding a different position. I said to you last week, I'd asked a number of people, what is wrong with Mo Salah? And I got the answer back. He's sulking because he doesn't like being out there wide on that right-hand side. Now, Who's been that wee guy who's been out there for the last five years? Well, yes, but it's if they're playing as, as the slight tweak to include Nunes up top, well, then, then you've got, it's a 4-2-3-1, isn't it, with him wider as opposed on that right-hand side? As opposed to what? As opposed to a 4-3-3. Okay, okay. What well, talk to me about it? Well, um, how how is it? For, no, you have four, two, three, one. Yeah. Okay, so that's to accommodate who Nunes. Yes. 
and to make them a little more solid in in, in that midfield area that uh-huh. you've discussed well, they can, on they can be, sport, they can be solid well, said, they can be solid enough in that midfield area if they just play uh, if they played four three three with two sort of sitting players and one ambitious midfield player and they're too wide uh, I'm guessing they're they're alluding to the fact that Roberto Firmino plays number nine vastly differently to Nunes plays number nine Nunes is uh, what you would uh, the word is not proper but he's a regular number nine who by the way a good number nine yeah he wants to play number nine whereas Firmino was dropping off and maybe the the way they used to play Manny and Salah from any space he left they would tuck into and come in and make the attack from those kind of areas maybe that's it maybe because Nunes is right at the top end now Mm -hmm. there isn't that room for him to do that so he finds he's restricted and he's, he's more wide now than he's been but his starting position has always been wide Always been. How many times have we seen Virgil van Dijk rake a 60-metre ball from left-sided centre-back to Salah's feet yep. wide on the touchline and him go and attack the penalty area from that wide area? Don't shoot the messenger. So, I, mean, if I, I don't if necessarily disagree. I, I, I think that's maybe an excuse rather than a reason, a sole reason for his form. I think his form's been poor and we'll see what happened after his hat-trick in midweek against Rangers. Mason Mount was gutted when uh, Tamori was sent off, he said, I didn't think it was a sending off. Well, I've got a message for you. I know, I know, I know what you think that. And, and I know everyone looking apart from, I've known Chelsea fans, I'm looking, I'm not a Chelsea fan, but it's the, the laws of the game are such that Tamori had nowhere to go once the referee had given the penalty. You mm. can argue all day long whether you thought it was a penalty because it being a penalty is the reason he went off. He, obviously, if it wasn't a penalty, he stays on. But the fact is, was it a penalty? Was it not a penalty? It was a clumsy challenge. Was it, was it an absolute certainty? No. I think there were some referees. It was a denial of an opportunity. I think there are a lot of referees wouldn't have given it. I mean that. I think there's a lot of referees would not have given that. And Tamori would have stayed on. And the, you, we could have argued the case. It should have been a penalty. It should have not. But as soon as he s- gives a penalty, because Tamori makes no attempt to play the ball, Double jeopardy can apply. Yeah. Alan Shearer claims Harry Kane would score as many goals as Erling Haaland if City had signed him last season. Thoughts? Mm. Who would have scored as many as Haaland? No. Alan Shearer claims Harry Kane would score as many goals as Erling Haaland in the Manchester City team. No, he wouldn't. Please, definitely. Well, listen. He'd score a lot. As an interested... Amateur, uh-huh. that would be my view. Scores That's a lot. I wanted to get your thoughts on no, it. It's a position it, you play. He plays it differently. Would he, would he score, you know, he'd probably, no, he wouldn't get more headers. He doesn't get many headers anyway. So uh, is, he, is, he quick, is he as quick as Haaland? No. So he wouldn't be as much a threat in behind as Haaland. Um, he's great feet. He'd probably score more from outside the box than Haaland. But Haaland's a, a predator in the penalty area. Harry's not. He's always said that. He's always claimed he's, he's more a nine and a half than a nine. Alan's a nine. He's up there. He's he's the focal point. He's the reference point for everything they do. He's always in that six-yard box waiting for tap-ins and knock And And we've seen them, the, the variety of goals that he scored. Harry would have scored a bucket full of goals at, at, at uh, City. I just don't think he'd get as many as Alan. Nine billion the Glazers want for Manchester United. Nine <laughs> billion. What a deal that was. Whether you like them or not, yeah. whether you subscribe to whether they have been a, a, a good or bad influence mm-hmm. on The most United fans will say they haven't been. From their point of view, what oh. a deal. Well, they're businessmen, I guess, aren't they? Yeah. They're not much. Others could have done it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, poacher turned gamekeeper. Who is this MLS coach mm-hmm. whose team last week ended their season bottom? No relegation, of course, as we know in America. But what made me laugh was after I'd been through the whole of this article, uh-huh. um, this was apparently the last thing he said to his players. I hope you're fit when you come back for pre-season. We can't afford to waste time. Poacher turned gamekeeper. I hope you're fit. So it's obviously somebody that maybe came back and wasn't so fit when he used to turn up for training in pre-season. Very good. Is that right? I'm, yes, I'm all, yes, yes, very good. Um, uh, could only be Wazza, can't it? I was going to say Waza. <laughs> I was only going to say because I knew he'd have a tough time since he went near the US. And they finished bottom. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, they weren't having a very good season when no, he went. So no. I wouldn't entirely put that down to him. I mean, look at Phil Nev in the first yeah, season, yeah, struggling yeah. this year, doing really well. Yeah. yeah. But what made me laugh was, it was this time. Come back. I think all of those that know oh, yeah. Waza intimately yeah, would no. have uh, raised a smile and yeah. <laughs> were if they actually read, <laughs> read the yeah. well, <laughs> was, Better luck next season, yeah. Waza. No. Yeah. Um, on the subject of uh, <laughs> Liverpool, 
thoughts, please, on what you saw unfold at Ibrox this week? Do I have to? Yeah. Um, nothing that... I mean, the scoreline is, is, is shattering uh, for anyone who supports Rangers. Shattering. I never thought we'd win. I thought we'd give them a better game. Um, I thought we'd be more competitive. Uh, we seem to, which was a little enough, we seem to lose focus and, and concentration and everything when Conor Goldson went off in, in the second half, when the game was still fairly tight, although Liverpool were miles better. Scoreline was still manageable, but then we seemed to just collapse and fold, and that was that's an alarming uh, thing for me. I didn't expect Rangers to, to almost just, I don't want to say give in, because I know the guys wouldn't have done that. Uh, certainly consciously they wouldn't have done it. Um it's a sobering lesson and yeah. how far away Rangers are. I said to you when we did Tuesday night at B in Sports, well, in fairness, one I mile think, away. I think Scottish football. Yes. Celtic and Rangers have got a point between them this year. In the yeah, Champions exactly, League, so Richard. It's, it's, it's a sobering lesson to all in Scotland and maybe Scottish football itself that how far away it is uh, from where, you know, we would like it to be. I mean, how Rangers got to the, Euro the final of a European competition last year, I have well, that, no that's idea. That's what I was going to say. It was an amazing The other side feat. of that coin is that, that, that you, you can't give up. You have to keep going yeah. in general. Scottish yeah. football has to say, okay, maybe there's another direction in which we need to travel yeah. now. But, but I don't know what that is. You can't not be involved. Oh. I read from uh, The Times, um, David Sanderson, the arts correspondent, this is. Right. The referee who made the biggest mistake in football history, in the eyes of the English anyway, is set for a bumper payday after putting the hand of God football up for auction. This is <laughs> Ali bin Nasser, who was the referee on that afternoon. How much do you think his ball is worth? Well, let's go, let's go back. How much was Maradona's shirt go for? A 40. Was it 40 mil? Right. Well, the ball's not going to be worth as much as that, I don't think. Agreed. So let's... And you're a man who spent a few quid at auctions down there. Uh, yeah. yeah, for good causes. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. For good causes. Uh, so I would say let's half that value, so it's 20, and then maybe half it again. But for good causes, except the, the, the ITV monkey that you wanted to buy. That's another story. Well, which we'll f finish this and then we'll... we'll <laughs> we really have to tell that yeah, one. Yeah, we do, we do. <laughs> I'll tell you then, so we can get <laughs> on to that. Two and a half to three mil. I was going to say five. Oh, that's you know, I've, I've never had a problem with what Maradona did. I have a problem with what the officials didn't, didn't do. Didn't do, yeah. Because if that had been Lineker at the other end, yeah. we, we'd have taken that. Oh, of course you would. So, Anybody would. You know, Any team would. It was, I mean, you don't, you wouldn't turn around and say, sorry, sorry, ref. No. I handballed that in. So disallow the goal, please. Jerry Henry's that. in that same bracket. Exactly. You know, he got away with one. Um... So, so the, 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 the monkey, when ITV launched their new channel, uh, we were at a boxing event. Mm. And um, you remember the monkey? I do remember the monkey. used to annoy uh, me. used to annoy me, the yeah. monkey. Yeah, so you wanted to buy it, didn't you? It came up for auction. Johnny Vegas was his partner. That's right. It came up for auction. Buy this monkey, this ITV mascot. Yes. The, the, the flag of their new sports channel. And was you that wanted a, it. a sports channel? Yeah, well, it was, yeah, it was ITV. Was that, is is that it, with the monkey? I just never liked the monkey. No, I think you didn't like ITV. Well, we, we worked at another channel. So. We were up at two and a half grand when I, I, I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting very quietly because I know the auctioneer is looking in our direction and I'm thinking, I don't want to get caught up in this. Some mug behind me is going to pay two and a half grand for this any minute now. And I looked at you and your hand kept going, what, what are you doing? He said, I want to step in that ring and rip that monkey's head off and kick it back out. <laughs> Not for two and a half grand, you don't. <laughs> I know, you made me stop. You made me stop, but that was for a good cause. Uh, I wasn't going to do that to the monkey. Uh, just before just before <laughs> we talk to our guest, um, who, who I'm really looking forward to spending time with today, <clears throat> this one is nothing to do with sport, but it, it just jumped out at me. Fly Me to the Moon is the headline. Um, a financier and space tourist, Dennis Tito, wants to go to the moon. He's 82. Wow. And he's bought tickets for him and his wife on a spacecraft that doesn't exist yet. But, but I thought about that this morning and I thought, no. What? Would you run the risk of flying to the moon? Literally flying to the moon? Yeah. Would you? Yeah, I'd quite fancy that. Would you not? No. Oh, come on. Imagine no. looking at the Earth from back there. I've seen it on Google. Yeah, no, you haven't. I have. You've only seen a picture of it. Well, exactly. Yeah, but... It's we, one of the most famous pictures. But can you imagine... You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to go round the moon, whiz round it. No. And get catapulted back to you. No, I wouldn't, no. I might be the one that was in 13. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the only thing, but I mean... No, I, I mean, I think that would be exciting. That would be exciting, wouldn't it? Uh, well... As you watch the Earth disappear. 
Yeah, but you also might be watching Yourself what disappear. you notice a bit. Uh, yeah, there's no that, way back if it goes said, wrong, is there? You never know what's going to happen in this life. You should know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather take my chances with my feet on the ground, uh, if I'm yeah. honest. So I, I, I don't know. I thought about that. Then I thought, well, he's, he's 82. Yeah, so I know. He's got a few by the time bombs. he goes, he might be 92. If he gets there, then I... I mean, just, he could go now, couldn't he? Can't you buy these now where he can just go Well, up? not go to the moon. You can go up. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Into space. Yeah. And then come back down again. Yeah. Yeah, well, that would be nice as well. Would you do that? No. Oh, for I wouldn't jump out of an aeroplane. No, I wouldn't do that. That's far too deep. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Dangerous. I've, I've, I've no... I wouldn't bungee jump either. No. Wouldn't bungee jump. I, I, wouldn't th- jump there are enough airplane. risks in, in crossing the road Correct. for me. That's, that's, that's fine. No. I would not get myself involved in any of that. No, not at all. But I mean, I think that's like going to the moon. I'd would you go in the jungle? Space. What jungle? No. <laughs> a TV show? Yeah. No. Half a mil? No. Why? I, I no. I, I quite simply, <laughs> no, I'd rather be poor. <laughs> <laughs> Like now. <laughs> uh, let's speak with our guest. Um, one of the great comedic characters. Mm. I, I don't think he necessarily knows that is the case. <laughs> a dry humour, which you have to admire and, and laugh with, uh, not at. Oh, yes. Um, missed, I think, is, is, is what I would say. Yeah. M- missed. Yeah. And I'm very happy to be looking forward to spending time <laughs> in the company of the former Republic of Ireland manager, mm-hmm. Mick McCarthy. Michael Joseph McCarthy. Joseph, yeah. Yeah. Joseph. I don't like that. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. How are you? I'm very well, gentlemen. <laughs> and I use the term lightly, but uh, I'm very well, thank you. Well, you're looking well, I must say. And uh, can I immediately make the point that neither Andy nor myself intends yes. to win Dick of the Day? Dick of the Day is not for <laughs> us today, Michael. <laughs> Well, you're more than welcome to have it because nobody's got that award as yet. <laughs> what is Dick of the Day, well, Mick, I, to I, the I, uninitiated? You, be careful with this, Mick. Just explain well, the award, but we don't really want to get into that territory. Yes. Because I don't want no, to no, get no, into No, no, we don't get into that territory, but I mean, what is it for? The Dick of the Day? Yeah. yeah he'll tell you. Well, I can't really, because if I do, then I become Dick of the Day. Good. <laughs> yeah, 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 very good. Uh, okay, so di- there's a. Uh, I'll explain it briefly, and then we can move on. There's an award in mixed family. Right. And I, I quite like this because right, it, this, this also applies to you and I. Does it? Yeah, we get this question, or we get our we get 
a similar question addressed to us on matters from, from history. Oh, okay, gotcha. Dick of the day is yeah. the first person in Mick's day that asks him about... Past, past events. Yes, Japan. Ah, right. right. And it's, okay. it's something that happens on a daily basis. Shut up. So we're it's not, 20 years ago. I know. Oh, well, okay. So we're not going there. No. Right. Anyway, what happened, anyway, what happened in Japan? I'll get out of the way. <laughs> I'll take the order. I've not won anything for ages, Mike. <laughs> right, you've won it. We don't need to answer it. Um, make, well, it it's nice to meet the only person in the world that doesn't know what happened in Japan anyway. <laughs> Everybody else has yeah. an opinion on it. That's yeah, right. that's true. Michael, I wanted to put this to you very early. I didn't, I, I've just been looking through one or two things with Andy from the newspapers today, and Matt Dickinson writes a very nice piece. Um, he, he says, Occasionally I demand that my teenage sons watch a clip from a glorious old game on YouTube. They reluctantly take a glimpse, see a muddy pitch, grainy footage, and declare, yeah, but that's crap old football. <laughs> the, the point he makes is that there was, there was a comparison on Sky this week, Harland, with what can be achieved in the Premier League. And he goes on to point out, correctly in my view, that, you know, never mind what he might be able to achieve in terms of Alan Shearer's record-breaking uh -huh. season in the Premier League. Uh -huh. What about Dixie Dean? Who filled his boots on, on his way to a staggering 60. career total of 390 in 447 appearances. I know. What I didn't realise was the first season he got those 60 goals, the offside law was changed so that an attacker was played onside by two defenders, not three. But, but you know, Premier League records... And, and we are guilty, Mick, I suppose, but for, we, won't, we only ever talk about football back to 92, don't we? Which means that neither yourself nor Andy had a career. No, we didn't play, Mick. <laughs> I know. I had, a, I had a glitting career with nobody watching me at all. <laughs> but, well, I'm not sure, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I tell you what, what about, talk about records, what about Cluffy's goal-scoring record? Have a look at that one. That's unbelievable. Oh, yes. Brian Clough. Yeah. That is an amazing... When anybody starts talking about goal scorers, his is phenomenal. Can I, but, put, can I put it to you, Michael, that it was in the second division? I'm not bothered. You still have to score goals. <laughs> there you are, Andy. That's, I'm sticking up for the goal scorers. Yeah, quite right. Uh, well done, right? That's unusual, but well done. <laughs> now, you two also well, have something in common. We, we have something in common. Yes. Mick and yes. I. We're both Celts. Both Celts. Uh -huh. both, both played in the Scottish Cup final. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I played in the Scottish yeah. Cup final. Yeah, not, not the one when Mick won it, though. Yeah, well, that's why they won it, because I was... Well, you never picked me that day, Sunez. <laughs> Tosser, I can't believe <laughs> it, Mick. <laughs> you remember that day, obviously, yeah? Oh, yeah, I remember him well. Oh, right. uh, the, yeah, goal scorers, if, if you're uh, Harland playing, and you're playing in the best team... Argue the best team in the world, and you argue with the best centre forward in the world. You're yeah. going to score a lot, aren't you? He'll be 40 goals this year, him, if he plays all again. Yeah, easy, easy, mate. He's 20 already. Goodness me. Well, Shearer said this week, Mick, that if 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 City had signed Harry Kane last season, he'd be getting as many goals. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's, I think he's a different player. Harry yeah. Kane seems to have changed his playing. He's dropping deep. He's got runners off him. And I don't think Harry Kane is as quick as Ireland, what I've seen of him. No, he's not. He is quick. But I still think I still think when they're marking him, I'm watching people marking him, they should get hold of him in the box and not let him not let him move. Once he does, he does you his first movements for you and the second ones for him and yeah. he seems to get away with it all the time. He's a big lad though, Mike, isn't he? I mean he's six foot four. I mean, even in your day, you you never came across many giants like that whether that were as quick as that that were as controlled with a body movement as he is it's such a tall man no the, the one that uh, I came across playing against was Rude Hullet oh. he, was, he was quick as him he was as big as him he was technically well it may be technically better than him oh, yeah. I don't know, he's yeah. not, he's but he was amazing I remember playing against him in, uh, in 88 and I, I, well, I you know, first, you, you know, we, I played against you. The first thought is, I'm going to go and try and rough you up. He couldn't do that because he was strong. And then, you know, I was never going to run against him. So I was desperate for the Dutch team to kick a ball up in the air so I could go and beat him. <laughs> in the air. And when they did, I jumped behind him. I've got all these dreadlocks in my face. When we landed, I thought, oh, he's beat me in the air as well. But then I realised he caught his chest. <laughs> 
I'm in serious trouble. <laughs> he could do but that. The, yeah, he was a player. Rotate the front four, and he went and played wide on the left, and Chris Hugh never gave him a kick, and I never saw him again. It was great. <laughs> Uh, I, I, on, on that, but I, I want to share a few memories, mate. So I keep trying to take you back. I, yeah. I, let me throw this one at you, I, Paul Merson, on on playing for, for Arsenal <laughs> at Manchester City for the first time. You know the story, I'm sure. Um, we kicked off. I ran up front, and Mick McCarthy smashed me in the mouth with his forearm. And said, <laughs> Mako, you, you fucking come near me again, and I'll snap you in two. <laughs> He said, uh, uh, that'll do for me. I never went near him again. <laughs> <laughs> but they did that. Mick and, Mick and his like, Mick and his lot, your lot, Mick, you did that in those days. You did intimidate with threats of violence all the time. And I'm, I'm not going to deny it. I'm going to play <laughs> uh, And it, it worked. I ended up with a career for myself. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, Merce, I know he, he told me that story himself once. And uh, I said to him, I hope you're not going to, I know you're looking for an apology. <laughs> it was just a term of endearment, that's all at that time. I got it off, I got it off my first time as a kid, Mike, I sampled that one of your boys, not your boys, but your, the centre backs that were really, was Norman Hunter. Oh my God. I miscontrolled a ball, Mick, and it went past him. And I was a kid, it was about 19. 18 and I zoomed I jipped, nicked past him and had a shot I didn't even mean to do it I didn't mean to bite, beat him and he came up to me and said Vera he says if you effing do that again I'm going to half you in two you little twat <laughs> I went honestly Norman I miscontrolled that I really did <laughs> oh by the way Andy he could play an old oh he could he was he, uh, he was my man after Alan Clark and I was amazed, you know, I, I supported Leeds as a kid, I still support Leeds now. Aye. And, uh, but he was just so tough. Yeah. And he had one of those, he could, he'd come and he could shorten his stride and he'd, he'd nail you, you know, and he, he could be turn his back on the outside of you. But football-wise, oh, yeah. he was brilliant. He was, wasn't he? He was great football. Yeah. Who invented the Gagan press, Mick? <laughs> Gagan. What is it? <laughs> well, the, <laughs> what is the Gagan press? The Gagan press is... Go on. Jimmy, when we were playing, when we were in the Irish team, and he had to put them under pressure, yeah. which was, you know, turn them around and get up behind them and go and press them. We'd, we'd, we'd strangle them. We wouldn't let them out. Uh, it, so it wasn't called the Gagan press then, but... I mean, who who invented the possession game? Who invented the high press, low press, mid press? Is that you know? I tell you who it wasn't, Mick. I tell you who it wasn't. It wasn't Gagan, because he wasn't around when I, I played, and he wasn't around when you were playing. And I think we kind of did no. the same sort of things. I think so. It's just well, the, the, the terminology now for all different things is incredible. Hence, I, I, I was watching Millwall play. Uh, it was a, they were playing the school team. It was their youth team, and that my my nephew was playing in the school team so I walked around to see there was a, a, a goalkeeping coach who I knew and I went around to see him and he was stood with another chap and he introduced himself as uh, it was, he was the medical guy I said oh are you the physio he said no I'm the head of physical <laughs> enhancement and physiology <laughs> in this department I said fucking hell I'll wipe your door to get that title on I said <laughs> Seriously, what's a great line? He's a physio. That's what he is. <laughs> uh, that, that is the, I mean, I've noticed that, like you, Mike, people who played in our era, uh, the, di- the so-called dinosaurs of the game, as we're known now. <laughs> but all these, the, the way that it's changed to, you know, when somebody just used to play off the front or in the hole, uh, now, now they're between the lines, and uh, and I know. Listen, there's a yellow, green, and amber, green, and red press. Yes, yes. you got the amber, green, and red press. The high block, the low block. The high block, the low block. I'm giving you these in case you're back in the game soon. <laughs> Does any of it make any difference, Mick? I mean, has it really changed, or has the way we talk about it changed? Well, the way we talk about it's changed, but the game's changed. The game has changed, no doubt about that. When two centre-halves are stood either side of the six-yard box and receiving oh, the ball yeah. from the goalkeeper and passing out, which <laughs> some of them actually, I think, do pass out when they get ball given to them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, the game's yeah. You know, do fan out. Whether they, whether they can play or not, it, it seems that is the way to play. Mm. Uh, and... 
I don't know. It is, the game has changed definitely. I, but I have to say though, when I see them, when I see done well, there's some great football mm. played nowadays. Really, definitely uh, some very good football. All right, Mike. And if the game has changed, I agree with you. Right. So, is there a danger it might become? so one-dimensional that it isn't fun. By that, I mean, you talked about it. Even people who can't play are not very good at playing still seem to want to put two centre-backs out of the corner of the six-yard pocket and try and play out. Are we in danger of saying that that's the only way to play and the rest is rubbish? No, I mean, look, I, I, had it, <laughs> I got it a bit uh, in uh, clubs I've been at when mm-hmm. uh, we've been a bit direct and I've... All I say to people is I've never been I've never been sacked for winning games. However, yeah. you win them. Mm. So whether you're playing long ball or you're playing four four two or four three three or one in the hole and two up front. I mean, there's that many ways now. Uh, but I, I do appreciate the way and I, wherever it's come from. Mm-hmm. The, there's a more people are trying to play more. Yeah. Ent- yeah. Football is entertaining. Football is watching your team win. Correct. You know, you turn up. On- football fan and you win 1-0 and really it don't matter how you've won you, the, the only way it matters is when you've lost and if you've played shite and lost then you're in trouble right. and even if you've played one and lost and you keep losing you're in trouble, trouble. it's all about winning games I just think you have to find a formula with the players you've yeah. got Yeah. with the tools that you make the best of mm. yeah uh, do you remember playing against this 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 Rough and tumble centre forward, Mick. <laughs> I do. I played Wolves the very first time. Yeah, when you had to walk across a pitch to get to the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that, Mick. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was miles away. It was. Yeah. I think the pitch was better than the shitty pitch we played on. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. I know. It was an awful place then, Mike. Wasn't it? It was dreadful. I remember, I think, I'm pretty sure as well, not one of my, my favourite memories, but I think, did we not, and I know you started the game, You, I think Derek White was your, being your partner that season when you won the, the FA Cup or the Scottish Cup and we won the league at Ibrooks. I think I was subbed that day at Parkhead when you beat us 3-1. I'm sure I was. And I, I'm sure I came on. I'm sure I came on. I'm sure you kicked lumps at me for the short time I was on there. I'm almost definitely well, there. I- Pointed if I didn't, Andy, because I'd have let myself down. <laughs> it was, it was. That's the way you played. I mean, yeah. you know, my my tells me and the scars on my head that yeah. I played against one or two forwards that let me have it. It's that's how it was. Yeah. And but what were the was? The, I never, you know, if, if you got kicked and I, if I'd have laid you out, you'd have got up and wanted to retaliate. Oh, of course. You wouldn't have rolled. No. To get me booked. You'd want to punch me in the face, which I always appreciate. <laughs> uh, the one rolling around, and I'm, I'm yeah, I might sound like an old fart, probably. But no, but I don't think anyone likes uh, that, Mike. I don't think anybody who appreciates the modern oh. game, and we all do, likes to see players like feign injury and roll around as if they're they're you know going to be carried off any minute, and then they're up sprinting ten minute, ten second, hundred meters in the next yeah. second. It's terrible. I would give. Uh, I'd like to say I give. I give the referees a good mention this year. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know because uh, uh, my litany of red cards and yellow cards were tested. <laughs> that uh, they are being far more. Well, they've been intolerant of people yes. trying to get yes. balls over, and and I prefer it that sometimes they've got it wrong when it is a foul. Correct. I agree with rather you. Rather, you know, a centre half running back towards protecting the ball going out for a so he's going out for a goal kick and the centre forward touches him the centre half falls over yeah. and he free kick I hit it I, I, <laughs> I mean so you know you wouldn't knock that centre over that half over with a baseball bat normally he's <laughs> trying to get a bloody yeah, I, well, I think that's that. I, I, I concur. I mean, you're absolutely right. And the point you make about sometimes get it wrong for the benefit of, of long term. Yes, yeah. much better. Uh, is it possible to say, Mick, where you enjoyed your career most? Uh, possibly in terms of in terms of what I uh, achieved in terms of winning stuff was at Celtic. We won mm. the double and we won the cup, but I didn't play as many games there because I'd, I'd, I'd had a lot of games already. I, I, I really do. It's a bit glib. Like I enjoyed every bit of it. Barnsley was my first club. We got promoted fourth to the third, third to the second. Alan Clark managed me. Norman Hunter managed oh, me. Oh wow! 
I mean, that was that was wonderful for me in, in terms of my development. But then Man City was, you know, moving there and getting promoted, playing in the first division. I enjoyed every bit of it. I can't mm. say one over the other because every bit of it was just different but just as enjoyable, thankfully. Was management a poor second mm. or was it equally as enjoyable? No, it's about a poor third and fourth. <laughs> I knew yeah. you'd say that, yeah. 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 You know, I, well, I don't know. You, you, you seem to enjoy every aspect of, mm. uh, of. Yeah, in fact, I think when you're playing, Andy, you're just playing. Yeah, absolutely. And just enjoy all the mm. time. You don't walk around. And I can't ever remember thinking when I was a player, oh, this is a pain in the ass. I don't fancy <laughs> this. <to you." laughs> As a manager, there's yeah. some days I thought. Jesus, you know, we've lost three or four on the bounce and you're going in and you're trying to rally the troops. Oh. And, you know, Ian Evans, Taff, my assistant, he used to he'd, he'd say to me if we're having one of those days, right, Monday morning we've lost red nose, silly act, <laughs> juggling routine today. We've got... <laughs> and that was just for me and him to get us going. And then just we... You know, and yeah. if you're feeling lousy... Uh, a result on Saturday and you're coming in on Monday morning, you've got to be the one that's getting everybody else going. Yeah. Whereas a player, you know, you're trooping all your mates, you sit and you wait what's going to happen. Right, what's the manager doing today? What's the coaching staff doing today? If you're one of those coaching staff, you've got to go in and get them at it. That's the difference. That is the difference. So no, coaching and management I love, but not as much as I love playing. No, it's great. Who's the best Premier League manager in history? I'm asking that for a reason. Hmm. Well, it's only an opinion, isn't it? Yeah. I would think, I don't, well, in my opinion, it's Alex Ferguson. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Yeah. Sir Alex. You know, why we ask, why I ask, big man, tell him. Well, I, I, I saw an article in The Sun this week, and I probably shouldn't um, continue this. Um, beyond mentioning the newspaper I saw it in but um, the best 10 Premier League managers of all time Mick and they've got Pep Guardiola top of the pile and Andy and I were discussing it before you came on that can't be right somebody that's won 13 Premier League titles is is surely by far and away the best Premier League manager of all time yeah I think uh, I think Pep Guardiola has changed uh, and he is not solely responsible but Big part of it is yeah. for the way football's the league and what he brought to it. Uh, but if you think about, well, think about where Manchester United were when yeah, exactly. Sir Alex took. Yeah, yeah. No, he had a bit of a. We all need a little bit of luck at some stage, and you know that cup final maybe mm-hmm. was a bit of luck that you have, and then up winning it. Who knows what could have happened if he didn't? But then to go on and do what he did was unbelievable. But I'd also judge it on the fact that what has everybody else done since he's left? Yeah. It's to testimony to him and to how well he did mm-hmm. with Manchester United. Well, he had the biggest club and he had the best players and he had the most money. Well, that's still the same, but they're not they're not ruling they're not ruling like they did when he was there. No. And they played br- brilliant football, four four two, amazing football yeah. team. Yeah. It was all based, all you know. They score three, we'll score four. <laughs> he was, and you know what? And since the amount of help he gives to other young managers, I remember getting me, me message from him when I was first at Millwall. Just a letter coming through the post, wishing me well, good luck. You know, well, he's, uh, he, lets, he helps a lot of young ones as well. Good, good. excellent. We miss you, Mick. Um, we've we do, got so. a World Cup on the horizon. We've had issues with uh, COVID, which has meant we can't uh, see so many people as we would have liked to in this part of the world. But hopefully going forward, when yeah. things settle down, come and see us at Bean and we can continue the conversation. Yeah. Are you uh, are you working the World Cup? Are you? We are, Michael. Exactly? Working. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm looking forward to a day off and we've not even started yet. <laughs> Hey, for two old gits, Mick, we're still here and enjoying it. Like you said about playing, you know, and and Ray Wilkins once said this to me, dear Ray, um, play as long as you can because once it's gone, that's the end of it. I think it's the same in anybody's career with whatever they do, isn't it? And, uh, you know, we're lucky still to be grinding it out and very happy to be doing so.
Well, I'm saying think the same about management. If I can get another one, I'd do it. Just of course you would. Keep doing it. Well, good Absolutely. luck. Absolutely. Good luck with that, big man. Mick, thank you so much Thanks for talking to us. Pleasure to talk Cheers, to you. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, apologies that there were occasionally issues with the sound there. It was intermittent at times, but I think we got the message. And I, 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 I think... I, I, I think I've, a magical fingers man from Portugal will sort that sound problem, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> now it's all too late. <laughs> but I think it'll come through okay. Do you think Mick knows how funny he actually no, is? No, no, he can't do. He can't do. He makes me chuckle all the time. I'd love talking to Mick. It's just that very dry Yorkshire yeah, yeah. manner that he has. Yeah, and, fantastic. And it's funny. It is funny. Anyway, I'm glad, I'm glad I've got his dick of the day award anyway, so that's... that's, that's <laughs> well, I'm glad we got through without talking about... It, it is one of those things that, that it happened so long ago. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah, and and I, I guess every time he gets in a taxi or he goes to the shop or... What or, or boards a plane. What happened in Japan, mate? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, must do his head in. Must do his head in. I think, and he's right. I think we all know now anyway, don't we? Yeah, pretty much. So... Pretty much. Uh, well, that's it for another week. It's been much fun. Um... And enjoy your football this week. Well, I'm, I'm presuming now this is actually going to be published. Well, I don't know. I, when, I mean, game, after what, apologies last week to everyone who, who uh, looked for it for two days and couldn't find it. <laughs> Luis. This could go horribly Luis. wrong again. But yes. if, if we do get out Friday, which is the plan, enjoy your football <laughs> this weekend. Good weekend this as well. Another yeah, good, some good games this weekend. Look yeah, forward to it. Yeah, very much so. Uh, we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 